Get ready to hear from the proverbial who's who of how with the Leverage Your How Show. Here's your host, Kelly Johnner Byrne. Hello and welcome to the How Show. I am Kelly Johnner Byrne, your host. And I couldn't be more excited today with our guest. Joanna Ridley is coming to us live from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, our neighbor to the north. She does not say A too often. Joanna's got a really interesting background. She spent a, a number of years in a in a very traditional type business. And so, so Joanna Ridley's mission is to help others celebrate their love of wiener dogs. Specific, yes. Is it her passion? Absolutely. She's going all in to uh, follow the dream. Oh, you bet she is. This summer, Joanna left a successful decade-long commercial insurance and risk management career to pursue her dream business. She launched Daring Dachshund Designs in in September. It's an online store selling original design, limited edition dachshund-themed accessories, and home decor. She's already exceeded her initial targets and is steadily adding new products and growing her fan base. When she made the decision to go for it, she was inspired by two things. The ability to create her own excitement that comes with the highs and lows of being an entrepreneur, and boy, don't we know there are them, and the ability to define herself for herself what success looks like. The hard part was making the decision to go for it. Now figuring out the details to make it all work and make it all doable, uh, one foot in front of the other. And I know that 2018 is going to be an amazing year for this little online business. So welcome, Joanna. How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much. It's so good to have you um, in. Now, I met Joanna through a, uh, a women's group uh, that we are mutual um, members of, and I was just so impressed with Joanna. So, Joanna, tell us a little bit about the traditional business that you spent a decade in. Tell us a little bit about how you got there. Well, it's funny because when, when you're doing something like that, if you're an optimistic person, you can find things that are fulfilling in it. And I specialized, Victoria, where I am, as a, a very um, very exciting tech sector. We've got a huge industry with all sorts of entrepreneurs doing amazing things, and that's what I specialized in. So every day I surrounded myself with these really enthusiastic, passionate, excited entrepreneurs. And, and I kind of fed off that because I, I felt like I was contributing in some way. But after a while, you know, it kind of sunk in that I wanted a little bit of that for myself. And that was kind of one of the factors that, that got me thinking that way in the beginning. So why Daring Dachshunds, an online store? That is, yeah. how does one go from a risk management insurance type business to an online store? With little cute wiener dogs, no less. That's a good question. Uh, you know, it's funny because I tell people what I do now and they look at me like they're waiting for me to start laughing and tell them I'm joking. <laughs> but it's no joke. So, it's no joke. Know, no. And I think having a risk management background influenced my decision a little bit because in the beginning, I didn't know if this would work. And I, I had a lot of really um, great resources, people that were very business savvy that I was able to bounce the idea off of and, and, you know, get their opinion as to whether or not they thought there was a big enough market for it. And I chose the model that I did because it's pretty low risk. You know, it was risky to leave my job 
and income behind. But the actual business venture itself is is pretty low risk because um, the way I've got it set up is I design the patterns and then I have a company that prints them and sews them for me and they actually drop ship it. So I'm not sitting on, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of inventory at any one time, which, you know, is a little bit liberating. I can I can try a few things that are a little bit more daring because of that. So tell us a little bit about how you are um, designing the patterns for the fabrics, because for our listeners, you know, they they can't actually see what we're talking about. So I want to visually walk them through. You know, these are little um, printed everything from you have shower curtains I saw that were do- just absolutely adorable to purses to tote bags and different little mirror compact type things. So all kinds of accessory type items. How are you actually designing these particular things? Is it computer design? or is it a drawing? How do you go about that? I'm using a a couple of different computer programs. They're both Adobe programs. One of them is Photoshop, and I I haven't really implemented anything I've done on there onto an actual product yet, but what I've been um, primarily using is something called Illustrator. It is just like drawing on a piece of paper, except that you can move a line, make a line thicker, change a color. It's pretty neat what you can do with it, so... The challenging thing is it's been a real learning curve to learn how to use the software. It's it's pretty complex. So, Do you have some sort of an art background or is just, um, you know, just the passion to, to put a, a product out there that's related to um, your love for dachshunds? How, how did you, you know, how do you come up with the design? Is it somewhere in the program or is it just all freehanding? No, it, it's all freehand. It's basically just, um, you know, kind of a vision that I have and something that I want to see. And it, it comes from just years of looking for wiener dog things to buy or being given wiener dog things and, and not really having them be something that, that I consider to be kind of fashionable. You know, there's a million cute doxy things out there, but I wanted something that maybe I could sneak into my work wardrobe like a scarf and, and have it be subtle, but kind of take my wiener dogs with me. <laughs> so how did you develop, tell us a little bit about how did you develop the passion for these cute little low-to-the-ground dogs that we refer to affectionately <laughs> as wiener dogs? Well, 16 and a half years ago, I went to a family reunion. And I, you know, I lived in a condo where I could have pets, but I didn't have pets. And I was busy and I never had any plan on being a dog owner. But my aunt was a breeder. She showed uh, miniature wiener uh, dachshunds, and she had one puppy left. The dreaded last puppy. Oh, my goodness. It was like the universe was saying, Joanna, you need to take this dog home with you. So so that's when it started, and it it just got worse from there. And so you uh, you had this little love for years and years and years. Then what happened next? When you have kind of a love for something like that, then you you know you start noticing oh there's there's a wiener dog walking down the street or oh there's you know a wiener dog uh, salt and pepper shaker so you start uh, being more aware of those things and then you know I progressed to seeking them out and then people started buying them for me and then you know I'd be doodling wiener dogs and I always thought going back you know 16 years ago that when I retired someday. I wanted to do something that was Dachshund related. So really kind of my 
you know, blue sky someday when I've got nothing better to do and I've got the time and can take the chance, I'll do this. And then what happened was I moved my timeline up significantly. So Because you're nowhere near retirement age. Joanne is young and vibrant. Well, I have a question about this transition because something interesting has occurred to me. As, you know, at certain mm-hmm. times of the year, people think about transition. What was it that ultimately tipped the scale? Because you had a very successful yeah. career in the insurance industry. What was the defining moment that made you decide that I'm going to leave it a behind? And how did you segue out? Well, it it was a few things. It was it was being surrounded by entrepreneurs. And then at that time in my career, I was really focused on figuring out ways to kind of um, balance my time better because I, I was putting in crazy hours. You know, I always thought, okay, if I meet this target or meet this goal, then things will subside and I can have more of that, you know, infamous work-life balance thing. And so I, you know, I had read uh, a couple of Tim Ferriss's books. I was listening to all these podcasts. It's that part about, it's that internal tug then. So the the entrepreneurial uh, spirit that is, that drove you to have a successful career seemed to me it was also pulling you to have a successful career elsewhere. Yeah, they always say when you set goals that you should have a why in mind, why you're wanting to achieve them. And what I realized in hindsight was my why was never in sync with the what, because my why was always, you know, I wanted more quality family time and I wanted to be able to travel and I, I wanted money to be able to, you know, buy those luxuries. But at the same time, my career was taking me away from my family, away from having time to travel, and I was spending money on stupid stuff because I was compensating for the fact that I was stressed all the time at work. So Exactly. You know, it, it was interesting to look back at it. Well, we're going to take a short break, and we will be back with Joanna, and we are going to talk about some of the how-tos of setting up an online business. So stay tuned for more of The How Show with your host, Kelly Johnner-Byrne. That's me. What's your point of view? Not making the moolah you want? Meet the Olivia Pope of branding, Kelly Lucente. Contact brandbykelly.com. Influencer, actionista, innovator. Are you ready to grow personally or professionally, but you just haven't found the right secret sauce? KellyJohnerBurn.com. Why? Because you are ready. Let's go together. Minuteman Press can take care of your printing needs from business cards to vehicle wraps. They print for your small business or personal needs in a flash. Visit locations in Hudson, Oakdale, and St. Paul and online at iloveminuteman.com. I need a website, one that functions. Digital marketing and media, helping small business create online awesomeness. Contact birchsolutions.net. Be sure to subscribe to The How Show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to The How Show with Kelly Johnerburn, your host. I'm here today with Joanna Ridley, who is 
Joining us from Victoria, British Columbia in Canada, our neighbor to the north, she has a passion for those cute little wiener dogs, uh, those low-to-the-ground dachshunds. You know, it's really funny, Joanna, ever since we chatted um, about your your new venture, um, I am seeing wiener dogs everywhere. It's kind of like when you uh, get a brand new car and maybe you got a white car and you notice that there's a lot of white cars on the road or, uh, you know, you buy a red car and there's suddenly a lot of red cars um, on the, uh, you know, on the road. Joanna, are you still with us? Okay, sorry. I am. Yeah, okay. sorry, Kelly. You it's, just cut out for a second, but we're good now. That's okay. Uh, the, the dialing in sort of thing. So I want to ask you, how did you begin what, you know, what were maybe the first two or three steps that you took um, in order to set up the online business? Well, I think the first major decision was just, uh, you know, how I was going to set it up. Was I going to be whole, uh, buy products wholesale or was I going to find a drop shipper? Another early decision was that I was going to go with an American manufacturer rather than buying it overseas. And uh, there was some, you know, good uh, kind of control benefits to doing that. And then figuring out where I was going to sell my products. So was I going to do an online store where I had my own domain? Or a lot of uh, people are using marketplaces like Etsy or Amazon or eBay. So you can, you can do one or you can do all of them. So those types of decisions I had to make early on. And they're the types of things that can change as I go if needed, but so far I'm, I'm pretty happy with the decisions that I've made. So many of the um, folks that are out there looking at an online retail business um, and are going with some of the Amazons, what would you say are some of the, the pros or the cons um, that fueled your decision to just have your online store and not sell through those chains as of yet? There's a lot of DAX and merchandise out there, and there's a lot of stuff that's coming from China with a really low price point, and it's being sold by multiple sellers, the same item. And I didn't want to get into a position where I was trying to compete with manufacturers that were, were making products at you know, pennies on the dollar compared to what I could obtain them for. And then my products original too so one of the factors that I was concerned with was just that um, intellectual property protection because I didn't want my designs to be sent to a company in China and then have them reproducing it and selling it for cheaper than than I was so so those were kind of the you know cons for me of of going on Amazon because if your product is listed they'll show other similar products and and now I'm competing against those other products that are similar but different in a lot of ways so is Amazon of is Amazon um you know it seems like today Amazon is you know just doing everything they've they've taken over whole foods and um mm-hmm. you know they're they're selling everything do you see that as a uh in you know retail or um, an online outlet for you and what would what would it be that would tip the scales to do that I think in future, when I have a few products that are are more unique, where there's a little bit less kind of direct competition for them, I would put them on there. The, the advantage of Amazon is that everyone uses it, so it, it's huge. 
So more exposure, definitely, if you can put your products on there. Tell us a little bit about, um, this is what I found a, a bit confusing. I actually um, was purchasing a number of items on on Amazon recently for a conference. And uh, I noticed multiple sellers and, you know, it seemed for the same item. And I, I really had a hard time deciphering just from a consumer um, aspect. Yeah. I went with the seller that had, you know, more stars and more reviews. How does how does that actually work for people that might not know? Generally, I would feel very comfortable saying that likely you've got one or more companies in China that are selling the same product, and these resellers are all buying the same product from one or more companies there, and then and then undercutting each other to sell it. And is it are they all fulfilled um, in the same way, or are some of the sellers fulfilling the products on their own? Yeah, it, it's really it's really um, half and half. Um, I, I know as a non because I'm based in Canada, it's problematic for me to have my items fulfilled by Amazon in the states because if I want to send my product to their warehouse and then they're they're processing the transaction for me and shipping it out from a U.S. location, the sale is deemed to take place in the U.S. So then I have to be a registered U.S. company to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. So, so there's more, have to do is it, more loopholes for you to go through then. As a consumer, I would feel more confident buying from a seller that is having their orders fulfilled by Amazon because you're going to get more more than likely a, a domestic seller rather than a foreign seller. Interesting. Which, you know, sounds... It's it's really um, you know it's really interesting business because there are you know there are so many products hundreds of thousands millions millions mm. and millions yeah. of products that are offered. What differentiates you and and how do you differentiate yourself in the marketplace? That's been a, a good challenge, and it's funny because I had uh, when I was researching to set up the company initially, I had stumbled across a website that was saying that. Pugs were the dogs of 2016, and Dachshunds were the dogs of 2017. And I thought to myself, well, if they are, I haven't really noticed. But then lately, uh, stores like Home Goods and uh, Big Lots have and Target have been selling a lot of wiener dog products. And so I'm, I'm competing against a, a lot of... Um, other companies that are making doxy things right now. And, and the main difference with mine, I think, is, is just the small batchness of it. I'm, I'm really focusing on, on home textiles and accessory textile products. And all of my designs are original, so you wouldn't get that design somewhere else. So, it's, you know, I limit my items to 250 each. So I, you're not going to be seeing, a, you know, a thousand of them walking around and then um is that to, stated I, on I your I have a lot of control over is that stated on your site so that people know that they really um you know they have the exclusivity it's it's kind of the hot thing because it's uh you know more one of a kind it it is yes and i'm and i'm hoping that and that it's american made will will resonate with people so quality level is important to you so you know here's a couple of Very questions much. that i have for you how can people um, you know, participate with you? Where can we find you online? Um, how can we become a fan 
of those little uh, of those little short-legged dogs. Oh my goodness! I'm, I have to tell you this, Joanna. So I was out dog walking shortly um, after I, I, you know, initially found out you were running your new business and. There's a lady on the trail that has the two cutest little dachshunds. And, of course, I have a little chihuahua, and my little chihuahua barks at everybody because she has short girl disease. Um, and the and my big lab loved them. But it's amazing. They just really come in all shapes and sizes and fur length. And, oh, my goodness, they are they are just adorable. And so it made me um, think of you of these little, these little docile, uh, these little docile guys uh, that were out on the trail um, and just how wonderful they are. So how can we find you on the web? How can we um, buy your stuff? Well, I'm on Instagram as Daring Dachshund. And then we've got a Facebook page as well, which is also Daring Dachshund. And then our website is uh, www.daringdaxon.com. And then we're on Pinterest as Daring Daxond and Twitter as Daring Dax. Okay, so you are out on all the major um, platforms. How many items are you um, currently offering uh, to your customers? Right now, we've got 33 products. But I have just done a really exciting order for a bunch of uh, scarves. So those should be arriving later this week. And then what I've got to do is um, just check them for quality and make sure that they're perfect. And then those will go up on the website. And then within the next two weeks, I'm very excited to be launching a bunch of home decor items. So we'll have bath mats and uh bathroom towels and tea towels and table runners and placemats and all sorts of things to doxify your home with. Doxify. Now, you're going to have to grab that word for sure. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's it's amazing because, you know, the um, all of the home good uh, things, you know, everything that you see on HGTV and all of the home improvement stores and finding cool and unique items out there, um, you know, that support your habit or support your interests is really great. So I want to thank our guest today, Joanna Ridley of Daring Dachshund. And I would say if you wanted to know something about Joanna, her items are cute, they are incredible quality, and they are reasonably priced. And uh, I am looking forward to more great things with Daring Dachshund and Joanna Ridley. Thank you so much for joining us today. And to our listeners, Keep on listening to The How Show with Kelly John Byrne, The How Gal.